We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The MPW Digital Podcast Network proudly presents McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Join longtime SEC beat writer Neil McCrady and former South Alabama assistant, Alabama staffer, and Ole Miss recruiting coordinator Tyler Siski for an hour of football and fun. Listen and enjoy as they talk ball, the national landscape, and much, much more. Now, here's your host in the Clark Ford Studios, Neil McCrady. Welcome into another edition of McCrady and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil McCrady. That's Tyler Siski here on this Monday, November the 28th. It's Cyber Monday if you're shopping. I was doing that earlier today, getting uh, my portion of the Christmas shopping done. It is Black Monday if you are a college football coach. So one of those is fun. One of those, not so fun. Already been some firings over the weekend, some resignations. Got uh, David Shaw out at Stanford. Tim Lester out at Western Michigan, Philip Montgomery out at Tulsa. Not surprised there when I was getting ready for Tulsa and Ole Miss earlier this year. There was some strong buzz with that. Uh, Willie Taggart fails at yet another location. This time it's FAU. He's out. And then one that I'm a little surprised didn't work out better than it did. That's Jake Spavital at uh, Texas State. It's a tough gig, man. Tough gig. Uh, they're out. Have some uh, have a couple openings that have already been filled, actually. Three that we got listed here. I mean, there's more. I don't know. Uh, Matt Rule, the new head coach at Nebraska, he was going to be a name that was going to be very high on the Ole Miss list if Lane Kiffin had left. They were, in fact, some of the panic, I think, in Ole Miss circles a little bit was if Lane leaves, we need him to leave fast, right, because they wanted to see if they could get in on uh, Rule, who was way down the road with uh, with Nebraska. At least that's my understanding, but didn't matter. Uh, Luke Fickle, the new head coach at Wisconsin. I'll just go ahead and tell you, Wisconsin just became a power. Wisconsin just became a contender. It's a good day for quick you. It is a good uh, – uh, oh, it is. <laughs> been busy today. I bet. It's been a shit show today. Wisconsin – Everybody. New, it's been a shit is show. Is Wisconsin a new client? Uh, not announced yet, but, yeah, okay. we're, 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 we're moving some things over. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Black Monday used to be a bad day. Can I tell you something, though? Tell a little story here. Three yeah. years ago today. Yeah. Three years ago today was the worst day of my career. It was three years ago the Sunday? No, it was the Monday. The Monday. Black Monday. Three years ago because when I got here, 
I worked for basically a year and a half where it was. Because you start, you got what, you know, eight months left to do the 19 class. and But you start day one on that next class. And we worked and worked and worked. And I really liked that class. We had like two commits that I guess hadn't been announced yet or silent, whatever. We used to have to do silent and all that stuff back then. Yeah. Um, two defensive linemen that are playing in this league. Um, and I remember sitting in my office in the process of about 30 minutes, had like 15 kids just decommit yeah, and just see your work. That I, I told my, I've told my wife this before, um, that one, that, that little three hour period broke me harder than any moment. And cause you're in coaching. the office. Yeah. I was in the office and just sitting there watching my phone and there's nothing you can do. That sucked, man. It was like, I mean, work on something for really, what, 18 months, 19 months? Work your ass off. Spend all that time away from your family. And then in the course of about three hours, just nothing. That sucked. I remember that day. That sucked. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that one broke me. So, yeah, Black Monday's no fun. And it's crazy. It seems that's three years ago. <laughs> that actually seems like it was a lot longer than that, but – that sucked. Uh, Kenny Dillingham, uh, speaking of Auburn coaches, he was at Auburn fairly recently, right? He was with Gus, I think, the last year. Okay. He's at uh, – Last year or the year before. He was at Gus at some point in time. He lands the Arizona State gig, which I think has a chance to be a good gig. Kyle Wilson says, uh, is the Alabama rival site worth it? Um, I've followed you all for years. Um, yeah, those guys do a good job. They, they Their site's different than ours, but – those guys do a good job. Andrew's not doing it anymore, is he? Mm-mm. Who's he's, doing it he's, now? I think he's at a different. Supposedly, what? there's a different. They're 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 like other networks that do. Yeah, I dealt with Andrew Bone and Tim Watts. Um, both those guys do a great job. Rob Richard says, "Enjoy listening to y'all." Tyler, would you ever think about getting back into coaching? Cost of admissions, cost the price to play is too much right now. What it would take to hire you. Nobody could hire a recruiting guy and say, here, we're paying him this. It would take a lot. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, and then it gets us to Auburn, which as of this hour, Monday, November the 28th, 2.10 p.m. Central Standard Time, I believe in time stamping things because otherwise people go, you said. I don't know if you noticed that. Lots of people love to second guess your work. Um <laughs> 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 Two ten Auburn. I wasn't ha ha funny though the other night. I just want to make sure you knew that. No, I no. was not ha ha funny. No, no. I'm ha ha funny a lot. Yeah. No, no. I, my my switch flipped. Yeah. I, I wasn't ha ha. I'm not gonna lie. That night pissed me off. Um. So yeah, yeah I was not ha ha. Um. That's we had that moment where Laura goes, "Just let it go," and I said, "It's not my nature." You knew that when you married me. Sorry. And I know I should just let it go, but I got more fight than that. So, is that deal where you, you can you, you can come at me with a oh you're bald, you can come at me with fat jokes, whatever you want to do, it's cool, whatever. But the, the, getting after your integrity can't stand that. Anyway, all right, let's talk about Auburn. I don't want to make it about me. Two ten, two eleven as we speak. Yep. No, nothing official. Auburn obviously Lane Kiffin was priority one. They did not get him. They found that out. I think they found out on Friday. Regardless, on Saturday it all broke. There was all sorts of huge. I think freeze. they found out Friday at about 2 o'clock. I heard 3 o'clock. So you heard 2 o'clock, okay. so ballpark. Can we, can we say 2.30? Sure. <laughs> there was 
considerable buzz Saturday morning from national media types, not losers like me, but national types, Pete Thamel, Bruce Feldman, Chris Lowe, okay. et cetera, that Hugh Freeze was the guy at Auburn. I mean, some people went as far as to say they were basically exchanging terms. Hugh's team lost to New Mexico State. They were clearly bothered by it. Hugh was asked about it after the game. To his credit, he addressed it. Um, and then it went silent in large part because the uh, – who got the goal? I can't tell. <laughs> uh, Portugal. Portugal got the goal. Um, in large part because the alleged victim in the alleged sexual assault at Liberty University, who has filed a lawsuit against Liberty University that is ongoing and open as we speak, she came out vocally against um, Hugh Freeze – Tweeting, emailing Auburn, making the email public, all of those things. I'm not criticizing her. Okay, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Right. She's she's very clearly. Um, she's been the victim of something. She very clearly of I don't know what it was. She very clearly know. believes that she has been victimized enough to file a lawsuit and to take it personally against these people. Hugh Freeze, against anyone's better judgment, sent her a DM back in the summer. That was one of the stupidest things a person can do because you're just there's you can't win doing that. Right. It was a dumb thing. Now, for to be clear, Hugh Freeze is not in any shape, form, or fashion uh, connected to the alleged sexual assault. No. Okay. So I was that's, re- that's the I problem. I want to get that out. Yeah, there. but that's the problem is that people are stupid on social media and they think that he is a uh, uh, a, what do you call him sexual offender or whatever it is. Yeah. And here's what pisses me off. And I and look. I can't. I mean, let me tell you what a like a, what a real friend is. Real friends, you find out when it's not con- convenient to be their friend. Yeah, like his and I, his friendship and my friendship, we, we've been through some things. You have, okay. Yeah. Um, but you know what? If I needed something, or he needed something, yeah, I got him. I got you, and I respect I mean, the hell out of that. And I don't give a flying fuck. And I hope we've made it five minutes, and I apologize, Mother. Not really. I don't even apologize for that one. I don't think we did. All right. But eh, I don't, maybe. I don't okay. care what anybody else's opinion of the guy is. They don't know the guy. I spent more time with him than I have my own family. I, and so, I mean, yeah, we can make jokes just like I let everybody make jokes about me. Ha, ha, ha. Cool. I mean, that's fine. But when the shit went down here at the end, very few people talked to him. Yeah. I did. I know you did. Didn't have any reason to. I could have turned my back too. But that's what friends are. Friends aren't when it's convenient. Yeah. No, you're right. I feel, in my opinion, haven't talked to him about it. Okay? Have not talked to him about it. Because I knew this thing. I mean, this has already gone public. The thing, the issue that's the issue now had gone public back in the summer. Right. Okay? And it's already blown over. And people didn't even know about it. And like, now we brought it back up again. But... I think he was doing the same thing for his AD, because doing that for his AD, showing support because nobody showed him support. Yeah, I get it. Like I get it. I think that's what. Here's but he did read room. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Forget all that. But y'all really don't have a good picture of him. You see what you see on social media. You see what you see on TV. I'm talking about everyday life. And I, I think here's people, here's my thing know. about Freeze. Whether you like Freeze, dislike Freeze, from an Auburn perspective, okay, this is my thing. 
I said this this morning on the Oxford Exxon podcast. We probably have some new people in. For the people who watch both, first, thank you. Um, secondly, hang tight. For the people that don't listen or watch that show each day, they didn't hear me say this. And this is what really bothers me about this from an Auburn, looking at Auburn from the outside in. If you knew that Hugh Freeze was on your short list of candidates and Ross Dellinger, who is a national respected reporter, said they were down to two, Kiffin and Freeze, okay? So if you knew you were down to two, just hear me out. At some point last week, when you're waiting on the Egg Bowl because you can't get anything done with Lane Kiffin until after Thursday night, right? At some point, don't you sit down and go, okay, let's walk through this. If we get Kiffin, we being Auburn, if we get Kiffin, great, done, period. Put a bow on it, bring him in, uh, the whole deal. But if we don't, are we offering freeze? And if the answer is yes or probably or maybe, if it's any of those three things, somebody has to say in that room, okay, we need to have a media plan. Need to have a plan because it's going to come up. There's going to be a backlash about whatever, but specifically about this particular woman and that particular case and those particular direct messages, okay? Yeah. It's going to come up. If that coming up is going to scare you out of the hire, just hear me out. If that's going to scare you out of the hire, then you have to eliminate him from the list and go, okay, well, if we don't get Kiffin and we can't hire Freeze, who's next? It's a simple conversation. Now, I don't know whether it was arrogance on Auburn's end where they just said, well, Kiffin's going to take it. He's going to take it. And when the person that kept going, well, what if he doesn't? They, they were like, well, he's going to. Well, what if he doesn't? He's not. He's going to do it. Where you find just bang your head against the wall. If that's the case, then you people are the most arrogant people on the face of the planet, and you deserve everything that's happening to you. Yeah, I feel included in that because I no. <laughs> but you knew it was you knew it was iffy. Yeah, you so, knew you knew with Kiffin it was iffy. So, but let's but let me finish. So, if you get to the next part of that, if you finally, if the person in the room that goes, look, he might not take it, gets that through, where you go, let's just be prepared. When you turn to freeze, how could you not be ready for that? The fact that they weren't ready for a backlash that, it, that was inevitable shows me that they were completely unprepared, completely tone deaf. And that's the part that, quite frankly, and I'm not saying I feel sorry for anybody or anything like that, but that was the part that, quite frankly, was unfair to Hugh. Like, Hugh can't defend himself against that anymore. You've, if you're going to hire him, you've got to defend him. And if you can't defend him, then you can't hire him. It's not complicated, Tyler. No, I mean, I get it. I think, you know, in Auburn's, they, in the process of waiting for their number one choice, I think a lot of their choices got locked up on contracts in the process of waiting. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say all that to say this. So I know we got a lot of Auburn people in here. Got a lot of Ole Miss people in here. I expect the Auburn situation, fully expect the Auburn coaching search to end relatively quickly to the point I didn't know if we were going to get on the show or not today. Um, And I'm going to stick to my original prediction. Which is you freeze to Auburn. I think it gets wrapped up 
rather quickly. I'll just leave it at that. And you know what? He's going to do great. Oh, he's great. There's not going to be a single person on campus walking to classes that's going to be in danger, okay? (laughs) That's where I get pissed off about all this. I do. Stop saying that, I mean, look, he's going to do great. He's going to win, and it's going to be, and nobody remember it. I've said this for weeks. He's a great fit there. All of the stuff that they want a coach to do, he'll do it all with a smile on his face. Yeah. He knows this is his last opportunity at this level. He will be locked in. He will be laser focused. He will do a really good job. I'm going to say this too. Robbie Ashford in a Hugh Freeze offense is going to be a problem for this league. Yeah. I mean, Hugh's Hugh's proven I mean, Malik Willis can't throw it in the ocean from the beach, and he damn near was a first-round pick. Yeah. Robbie Ashford in this league and his offense is going to be a problem. Uh, have I heard Will Muschamp traction? I've, I've, I listen. I'm, I haven't. I haven't worked the Auburn search. I just worked. I've the, heard the name, but I've heard the, the Kiffin end of it. I know that Will is very highly thought of at Auburn. Has been for a long time. Um, and look, if you get to a place where you just have to hire somebody, you need somebody who's going to be stable. Will's a good choice. Um, you know, he, he he didn't get it done at. At Florida, he didn't get it done at South Carolina. But you won't, you won't find a better a, a better guy. Will's going to do a good job. I just don't. I don't know that. I don't know how you can really sell that right now. Do I need to repeat what I said? I'm going to stick to my original prediction. Well, I am too. The question was about Will Muschamp. So I was answering it. Is that okay? No, I was talking about somebody in the thread. Oh, take it for what it's worth. I'll be, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Because I really don't care. Hey, did I, tell, I haven't told you this. I got, I got in trouble. You know what happened this weekend? No. So Thursday night, I had had a little bit. Thanksgiving night. Thanksgiving night, mm-hmm. I had had a little bit. And uh, oh, look, can I tell you how much I despise the egg bowl on Thanksgiving night? I love it. It just ruins the. It ruins the whole. I don't like it. I loved it. So I had to work. Yeah, so I did too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked it when I was there coaching on Thursday night. You did? I did. Okay. Um, so I had a little bit too much on Thursday night and my wife had to drive the truck because um, the kids stayed at the house with all the cousins and all that stuff and there's 37 people in the house. So we went, it was me, we had a couple of us had got a hotel room in downtown um, uh, Chattanooga. So my wife had to drive the truck to back to the hotel we don't get a hundred yards out of the driveway, and my wife smokes a ten-point buck with my truck. Who won? Well, the I made a joke. I was <laughs> like, the uh, the buck got uh, it was under review for targeting on the buck, uh, and after review, the buck has been disqualified for life. Um, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. I'm talking about stroked it and uh, jacked up the front right side of my truck. Uh, got to get that fixed. So anybody know a good body shop out there? Let me know. Can I get that fixed? Um, but that happened. So that was uh, that was not a lot of fun. That sucked. At least everybody's all right. Yeah. No, everybody's fine. Yeah. Uh, Knox the- was Knox was in the car with us, and Knox was very upset about the deer. Not he didn't care if anybody else was jacked up. 
he just he was very upset that the deer got hurt. So, yeah, that sucks. You told him the deer was going to be okay. I did. I think I did, dude. I was. Yeah, I was long gone. Um, a little bit more about these coaching changes before we move on. Look, David Shaw. Um, everything that's right in college football. Yep. And I've always been super impressed with him. Yeah, it's a sad day. Because he is, he's always been everything right with college football. And so, I know, I know he's not listening, but David Shaw is one of the best people in the business. Um, and then, the one I didn't understand. There's two things I want to talk about these firings. One is at Western Michigan. Tim Lester gets fired today. It's his first time he's ever had a losing season, and he's 5-7 and seven in a Mac school. Think about that. Yeah. Like, expectations a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, like you look around the SEC going into next year, like I always do the like pre-hot list, and we'll have plenty of time to do this in other shows, but you look around and you're like, God, there's a bunch of guys that could really be on the hot list next year, I mean, on the hot seat next year who are solid coaches. It's just, I mean, look at the league. Look at the way the league finished out. LSU's got three losses. Ole Miss has four. State has four. Kentucky had five. Arkansas had six. Auburn had seven. seven. Yeah, they're five and seven. Well, Alabama lost twice. I mean, uh, Tennessee lost twice. Um, a lot of parity. A lot of just yeah. I mean, and I'm telling you that this NIL is a big deal now, as far as motivation and the kids and culture and all that stuff. It's it's different. Um, but Tim Tim Lester is a great football coach. First losing season, and that's what I used to hate about group of five jobs when we were there. I hated them because you really – there's no stability even if you do well. It's like, okay, hey, if we lose, we're getting fired. If we win, we're getting another job, so we're having to move. Right. And if you go 500 long enough, they'll fire your ass too, no matter what you took over. Because it's boring. Because it's boring. Yeah, 500's boring. You can survive it a couple of years, but there's just no stability and you have nowhere to go. Yeah, it's like running one of these sites when people go, what What do you want? I either want them to win big or I want chaos. Do not give me six and six. Yeah. Take six and six. and dis- but let's, let's take six and six as an example. This is why you can't blame coaches if they bolt. Okay? You just can't. I mean, it comes to mind right away. Um. Eli Drinkwitz just got a new contract. He went six and six. If he happens to win eight or nine games at Missouri next year and someone offers him a gig, he has to go. <laughs> Gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta go. Um, you look back at now at Sam Pittman, who uh, Eli Drinkwitz just beat on Friday. It's a fairly good game. That game's become a pretty good game, especially when it's Columbia. Well, it used to be really good back in the day. Um, but anyway, Sam Pittman loses. He goes six and six at Arkansas. A year ago, he's the toast of the town. Now there's rumblings, you know, players are quitting and you got stuff and all that All that stuff's happening. And people are like, well, what happens if next year they roll another six and six? You know, it's hard to kind of get NIL going with six and six. And you're like, man, you can get in trouble super fast now. Like, you can go from on top of the world to canned in 24 months. Easy. Yeah. Anywhere. Yeah. And then uh, – one big thing that we kind of grazed over in the beginning, Wisconsin's got the higher of the year. Yes. 
Oh, dude. Wisconsin's sitting pretty right now. Ali, imagine that. He was looking, wasn't he? I know. Shocker. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's almost like you knew something. It's almost like you, it's almost like you knew something inside the damn building there at Cincinnati. It's almost like you were dialed in. <laughs> imagine that. Did I mention I was getting them set up today? <laughs> Hey, but look. Hey, he's he's going to – listen, that is a home run hire. If you're Wisconsin and, – hey, and, and, if you're and at I, Wisconsin, you are the quick you <laughs> coaching search of the year. Where does Jim Leonard go now? Does he get one Call of these other by, jobs? Because he did a really good job as the interim. This thing happened really fast. That caught him by surprise. Yeah, I know it did. Really fast. Well, um, Wisconsin was stealth. Word kind of got out that – Luke was, oh, Luke is maybe open to listen to somebody. And then it was like, whoa. Yeah. And, um, man, and I will say this, too. I think there's been too much speculation, even with the coaching service. Well, that guy doesn't know this area. Or that guy. Oh, screw that. With money? NIL? Who, who cares? Who cares? No, it's all about your ability, your, your organizational ability, your ability to recruit. People, then it'd be specific. I mean, come on. Yeah. Are people from Florida that much different from people from Michigan, really? Seriously, in today's social media world? Well, you do have Florida, man. Oh, well, that's true. <laughs> I stand. Those correct. are my favorite. But you, you get what I'm videos, saying. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. I mean, come on. You, you're telling me that you're telling me that a coach who's. It didn't, it didn't affect Nick Saban. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, he went from, from Michigan State to LSU. Yeah. I'm going to guess two pretty different places. Kind of seemed to work. Oh, that good NIL program. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. But you know what I mean. Kind of. Um, but you know exactly what I no, mean. I mean, if, like, if, if, if you can, if, if you, you can know how to run a program, you can run a program. Hey, Brian Kelly, it's never going to work out in LSU, Neil. It's never going. It's never going to work out. It's not. It's not going to work out. He's never going to do good things at LSU. Okay. Ever. What is uh? What's Deion Sanders going to do with Colorado? Is he going to take it? Oh, I don't know, Dion. What do you, De- Dion? Just hold out, man. <laughs> just hold out, uh, Dion. I know you're not listening, but if somebody knows Dion, get this to him. Just hold out, Dion. Don't do that one. Don't do that one. Because that's a graveyard. Don't do that one, Dion. Could he get it going there? His ability to he attract kids. It, he could get it as going as good as it could get going. Okay. You know what I mean. But like, but you're saying the ceiling there is as other people's floor. Well, there's no recruiting base, and any, and okay. Would they put the NIL together for him to make? <sighs> I mean, it's a beautiful place. Again, but where are you gonna have to go recruit? If you're at Colorado, where do you have to recruit? California. Okay. So you're not getting choice one, choice two, or choice three because Oregon's gonna hit you over the head, USC is gonna hit you over the head, and whoever else wants to hit you over the head. And the big boys come in there too. I mean, Alabama, yeah. Ohio State, Michi- so- Michigan recruits California. But, I mean, he could get it going as good as it could be done. But where I would like to see Dion get crack-a-lacking, which I know he had some smoke, which we talked about he had smoke at Colorado, mm-hmm. is, man, if he could figure out how to get to uh, USF. I know it's not a Power 5 job, but him at South Florida would be dangerous. Would be dangerous. Now he's – Has he interviewed there? I don't know. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I would be totally speculating. I know that – I don't know – officially interviewing all that stuff. I don't know what yeah. he's doing. But if he could, if he, Dion, if you got a chance to get that South Florida gig, 
now you're talking about he could set himself up to go take that next big job. I forgot to say at the beginning of the show, I apologize to the people at Rain. We're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams of natural <laughs> caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits, achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. I've developed a taste for the uh, Rain Inferno True Blue. I know you it's not your favorite, but I've got where I kind of like it. Okay. What you got today? I'm rocking with my second can of orange dreamsicle today. Okay. So I like that too. We will know if the second can is bad for you after today. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, man. I'll tell you. It, it's the first time I had it in replacement of coffee this morning. Yeah. Better. Like mental alertness. Didn't take 45 minutes. It was good. You probably knew you had to have some mental alertness today. Things were things got things I mean, got going early. Quick. Yeah. There's a lot a lot to do without boring everybody today, but had a lot going on today. Um see what else. Um I thought the Arizona uh state hire, Kenny Dillingham, was really good for them. They got a young hunger guy in there and they're fixing to get hammered, I think, with the NCAA stuff. So yeah. I'm sure he's gonna have forty seven rollovers. Is, is the NCAA still hammering people anymore? Do they have teeth left? They will. Okay. They will, I imagine. So, uh, Luke Altmeyer into the transfer portal, the Ole Miss backup quarterback. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, these bowl games, man, bowl games are going to be like, which team has the least attrition? <laughs> it's going to be like. It's, it's going to be like, look, I think I told you this the other day. <laughs> betting on bowl games is going to be the equivalent. Now, not to count the playoffs. We can count the playoffs. Yeah. But betting on bowl games is going to be like betting on NFL preseason games. It's just literally going to be who who happens to want that game. Just because they're wearing – just because they're wearing the Chiefs uniform, it's not the Chiefs out there playing. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's going to be <laughs> – like, I don't know what's going to happen. It's going to be crazy, yeah. man. <laughs> well, there are going to be so many – there are going to be teams out there running out – they're going to look like an NFL roster because there's going to be about 45 guys dressed out. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be – I don't know. I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what bowls are going to look like. <laughs> you're going to see guys play and you're like, wait, who's that? Yeah. All right. Hey, and th- I need to correct something too because I was wrong as rain. I don't know why I was, I was slipping this. The make sure the fans know this because somebody had asked me a question about uh, recruiting and all that stuff. Contact period. They can start going um, on the road. Coaches on Friday. Okay. All right. Used to be it was Sunday for every year. Not last as long as I've been a part of it. And I totally forgot they have that dead period. Now, where you can process your own roster, which is why you're seeing everybody go in the portal right now, or going into the portal. Um, so Friday is the first day that people can go on the road, and I imagine on Friday it's going to be you won't see one high school kid in America that'll be like, "Oh, I saw Coach such and such today," because he's. <laughs> you're going to see, which will be interesting, is how many other university planes will be at the Oxford Airport on Friday. So. How that does that work? Funny. Can they come talk to kids who – Yeah, so they've actually made some new rules too recently. Because so you can announce your intention to enter the portal, but you don't actually enter the portal until the 5th? You can't uh, – I need to check all that. Okay. I don't know the exact I'm day. so confused about it. I don't know if they can go in now. Or you can't announce – you can't transfer until uh, – There's some. I don't know. Well, anyway, maybe it's the 5th. I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know if that fits the criteria or not. But – Whenever they they can go in the portal, you're going to see a lot of university planes on university campuses. Yeah. But what they did change the rule of, which was kind of interesting, is 
because coaches were going to see, okay, Neil McCready is in the portal, right? Mm-hmm. Or let's take who who'd you say went in Altmeyer? Luke Altmeyer. So let's say they go to Luke Altmeyer's house, okay? But he his roommates were Jonathan Mingo, and but they're not going to the portal. And these coaches were in there like like tampering because they're at the house, but the other players were there. Yeah. So they kind of cut that out. So you have to go meet them at different places now. But it's just going to be – it is. It's already a shit show. That was another call I got this morning. I mean, just the utter chaos going on in recruiting right now is – it's just insane, man. I mean, I can't even – I mean, <laughs> and this is where we are. Did you see – did you see the kid? This is the new thing. So it happened today. Write it down. It's going to happen. The new commitment video. You know what the new the new wave of commitment graphic is now? No. You're going to have – college players putting out videos and graphics that they're they're staying at their university because of their new NIL deal. The guy at Missouri, what's the receiver's name is so good, the freshman? Uh, um, um, oh, I, I need to – he's he's not leaving, by the way. So he puts up a graphic, releasing a video and a tweet today that – or not a video, a tweet and a graphic today that I'm staying – at. I'm recommitting to Missouri. Oh, I mean, okay. like, that's going to be the new craze. So, why not? Why not? I've heard numbers on how much he's getting to stay. What, which are what? I've heard, curiosity. I've heard he's going to make, over by agreeing to stay two more years, basically, he's going to make about 1.5. <laughs> Good for him. Mm, oh, sure. 1.5, Bur- huh? Luther Burden, yep. Mm-hmm. 1.5. Yep. Over the course of the rest of his career what's the man quinshawn gonna get uh whatever he wants he's got two years left um a million dollars at least 750 a year for that receiver is a lot yeah he, he his deal is he means a lot more to them than just on the field he means a lot to them in recruiting those kids yeah, from no, that area i'm just saying like that's a lot i mean he's good yeah. 750 a year good it's not even about yeah. Just it's about overall value. Well, good for him. I mean, because if you lose him to wherever, right? Well, you said it's a precedent. Deal. I that's, mean, that's you kind of send right. a message: you can't keep kids. And Dominic Lovett, the other wide receiver who has entered the portal from Missouri, he's got. He'll go where he wants to go to. Well, he's already gotten interest from <laughs> interest from um, Oregon. Alabama, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, two or three others I heard, Georgia. Anybody. He's going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, who, who wouldn't want that guy? It's all going to work out. Yeah. Who would want that guy? Love it. Oh, man. All right, Neil. You're waiting. This is your favorite part of the show. You know, here's the deal. I had a decent week. I, I'm, I'm not going to win, but at least, at least I made you – I made you have a good week to run away with What are you it. talking about? I just said it's your favorite part of the show. You're already going crazy. The road to Boise. <laughs> I mean, I knew what you are doing. It's time for the road to Boise with 11 games left on the slate. Neil, you did. You had a great week. I wouldn't say great. No, I, you did. I had an okay week. It's, one, it's a good week. It was a solid week. You went 6-4-1. And you gained two units. Yeah. But you know what the only problem is, Neil? You 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 had an amazing week. I went nine and two and hitting my money line 
I had an 8.4 unit weekend, which puts your overall record, Neil, going into the last week. Going into the last week, you are 65, 69, and 4, and you are minus 2.63 units. Going into the last week, I'm 71 and 63 and 4, and I'm plus 10.61 units. Yep. So that would mean going into the last week of the season, I have a 13.24 unit lead. So just for kicks and giggles, what that means is that I have to basically take like a Purdue it's money. It's time. Take a Purdue <laughs> money line and just hope You got for the two best. options, I think. It's either Purdue or LSU. Yeah, I don't. I don't like either. So, or you could just gamble that you're going to go like 11-0, and 0, I'm going to go in 11. Yeah, I don't like those chances. So, no, uh-uh, grind, no grind. Grind's trying to jump on Team Siski. See, grind, look. Hey, don't be, look. I'm the old school. See, you're like a new school Auburn fan. I'm an old dude. So, all, we're loyal people to a cult, you know. We've been called cultish, okay. And for the record, again, this is not shirtless. There is not a chance in hell, first of all, that I'm Whoa, walking. whoa, whoa. We're already changing the, the – No. We're changing the no, rules. No sweatshirt and no jacket. It's not shirtless. I'm not walking around bare-chested <laughs> anywhere. I thought we were just going to put the potato logo on your back. No. Oh, okay. You know better than that. <laughs> I'm not walking around shirtless uh-uh. on a beach. Hang on, hang on. I got to go after Grind for a minute. Grind, Grind, look. See, this is what Auburn people do to their own. Grind – turned on me about five weeks ago when I was losing. And he was like, Team Neil, Team Neil, when Neil took the lead. Team Neil, Team Neil. But you know what? Grind is being just like every other Auburn person is right now and eating their own. So, no, I'm not doing it. The bandwagon is full. Grind, the bandwagon is full. You'll enjoy pulling for Hugh Freeze next year. But right now, the bandwagon is full. But next year, Grind, you go jump on the Hugh Freeze bandwagon next year when y'all start winning. But no, my bandwagon's full. All right, I'm just kidding, Grind. I love you. All right, so let's go over these games real quick. Okay. I won't kill you on them. That's why I actually want to discuss them. Did you watch the Cincinnati Tulane game? Uh, Friday. Some. I was pretty busy early in the day with the what was the last kind of run of yeah you of had rumors <laughs> you had shit going on and then uh. We were doing th- we did Thanksgiving on Friday, and so I guess I saw not no I didn't see much of it. I saw some of it. I saw it was back and forth oh, for a great. while. It's it was a good game. game. But here's what's interesting: is so Willie Fritz is all up in this Georgia Tech search. I mean, as some people have reported him taking the job. Now yeah. some people have like backtracked and said he just interviewed. But you're talking about distractions. They got a they got a game on on. Uh, I guess it's Friday or Saturday. I don't know when the game is. They got a game that they're going to. Uh, they're playing for the, basically the the last the group of five slot in the. Um, if they win for sure, they're going to be the group of five representative in the New Year's Six bowl games. And he's talking about. We seen what distractions will do. Yes. Okay. And we oh, not distracted. Whatever. There were some distractions. Um, but it was twenty seven twenty four. It was a good game. Uh, Cincinnati played their um, young kid. They're going to be fine. Um, he's going to be a good player. Assuming he stays. <sighs> I just work here, man. I don't know anything. All right. Um Cincinnati's about to have trouble. I don't know. It'll be um They got they got it well, they've got to figure out some NIL. 
it's it's oh no, yeah they're going they'll they've got to figure they it got out. the right plan in place they're just behind a little bit you know what i mean like they they they're probably almost a year behind um but they they got plenty of people that can speed that up i guess is the right way all right and then uh the game that surprised a lot of people by the way you got killed on the tiktok by the way when cole put out the tiktok video the Michigan fans are coming after your ass. Is that right? Oh, they freaking lit you up on the comments. You took so Ohio State. Probably a good thing I'm not on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny though. Um, you thought the message boards were bad. Um they were seven and a half point favorites and they got their ass throttled. They did. Michigan. Um, so Cole, you can take this and cut it. Maybe this will make someone better. <laughs> Michigan's the best team in the country. Michigan's the best team in the country. Michigan's physical. They've got speed. Quarterback's a good player. They're, I mentioned they're physical. They're good in the back end on defense. Look, Ohio State's not a bad football team. Let's, let's, let's be <laughs> clear here. And they got throttled at home. Dude, they beat Weather their ass. Weather wasn't a factor. Beat their ass. Yeah, in a way that you're like, whoa. Like, like people are trying to make this about Ryan Day and Ohio State. And I'm like, well, hold up. You know what you saw. That was Michigan. The impressive thing that they did to me is they took a basically a backup running back and shoved it right up their ass, and there was nothing they could do about it. It was the line of scrimmage. Nothing they could do about it. Was it was the line of scrimmage. Nothing they could do about it. And, look, C.J. Stroud, I know everybody likes to – I'm putting him in the same category that I put my guy that's out in San Francisco, the same one I put Justin Fields in, same one I put Malik Willis in. The NFL is a passing league. Got to be accurate, and if you're not accurate with the yeah. football, it doesn't matter how athletic you are, because what will eventually happen to you is what's wrong with Justin Fields right now. Yep, is he's hurt and he can't move, or and if, if, when he does play. Yep. Okay, and then when he doesn't play, you're screwed. Yep. And you look at the same thing with Arizona, when yep. Kyler Murray can't leave the pocket, he's not Kyler Murray. Right. And so when you hurt, get injuries. As long as this thing's – I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been playing, which we're going to talk about him in a second. This guy's got a broken thumb. I mean, he's been out there playing because his arm's still fine. You know what I mean? It's just different, man. Well, it's like someone was like, C.J. Stroud's losing the Heisman. I'm like, you're losing more than that. Yeah. I mean – He's losing ground because there was some wide open dudes. I mean, he had throws. I mean, it wasn't like – here's the way I look at it. All right? C.J. Stroud is at Ohio State. And he, the, he has the best receiver group. We're not even up for discussion. So, if anybody wants to argue about who's got better receivers, yeah, he's got Ohio Harrison State, Jr. And, yeah. dude, Ohio State has the best receivers and has had the best receivers for a long time, minus that one stint that LSU had with Jamar Chase and and Jefferson and the one year at Alabama when they had all the the freaks. But every for a long time, they they have had the best receivers in the world. How good? Let me ask you this: How good is? Uh, how good is Ohio State if Bryce Young is the quarterback at Ohio State? Ooh. Well, they they ooh. It's the best team in college football. Be fun to watch that game. Um best team in college football. Yeah, they they yeah. Without even question. Yeah. Um, and so that's why I'd say when I start comparing quarterbacks, I do that a lot. All right, you put this guy on that one, see what happens. Um Kansas State throttled Kansas. That was a, you hit that one. Um, did you and watch then any, you watch any of that? I did. About physical teams. 
too. He's one. He his he's one that I'm very surprised has not come up in any of these coaching searches. Tell you what, you talk about physical teams. The job they've done with Mar- Martinez and well, just fun, and then just the way they play, dude. Fundamentally, I mean, like they're, 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 that's football. If you want to watch football, and it's like their Kansas up, played fairly well. They just couldn't stay with them. It's just they're fundamentally sound. Yeah. It's it's fun to watch. And then I got to do a little appreciation here. I couldn't bet it because it was Quick U versus Quick U. But John Summerall and the Troy Trojans. Hey, John, you know I love you. McCready Media Team of the Week. Even though we're not going anywhere, the season's toast. Yours isn't. 10-2 and two at Troy in year one. 10-2 and two at one Troy. Of the, one of the losses at Ole Miss to open the season. I mean, hell. And the other one on a Hail Mary at App State. That's their two losses. They're literally a Hail Mary goofball play away from 11-1. and one. They're a they're a Hail Mary away from being in the New Year Six. How about that? A Hail Mary away from being in the New Year Six. And I think John would, would agree with what I'm about to say. If you had told me <coughs> week one, <coughs> excuse me, that that team was going to do that, I would have said, no way, they're not good enough. The improvement that that team made in terms of just becoming a football team. Culture. From week one to week 13, I, I, I don't think John would even find this insulting. His week 13 team would beat the living hell out of his week one team. Yeah. And that's about toughness and culture and belief and buy-in and all of those things. Hey, Kyle, you want to say that? You want to read what Kyle just put on the board? Just I was just saying. Anybody want to put that? You want to read what he just said in the, in the uh, thread for all our podcasters? Ross Dellinger. I uh, just tweeted that Auburn is finalizing a deal with Hugh Freeze. Hmm. Imagine that. <laughs> well, you are my only source. So I thank mean, God. I mean, I'm so I'm the only source. You. Uh, imagine that shit. Huh. Shocker. <laughs> I really didn't think we were going to make it at 2 o'clock, though. <laughs> that was my worry. Oh. Uh, yeah, maybe one of these days I can say I would say like a lot of things, but I probably don't need to. Um, for, for health perspective, all right. Um, where were we? All right, Troy. But hey, seriously, congratulations to you, Freeze. I mean, so I mean, it was that was a hell of a fall from grace in the summer of 2017. I mean, it really was, and to come back. You know, it took five years but to get back into the uh, – five-plus years to get back into the, the SEC where he wanted to be. He, uh, <laughs> GJ. <laughs> GJ, I love you. That was a good one. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Oh. <laughs> um, so, look, I love the guy. I do. Everything is going to be right in the world. Everybody just needs to chill out. He's going to do a great job there. You can get all your memes ready. I'm sure Ole Miss fans will have all their memes ready to go. They're good at it. We got some guys who are pretty damn good at these pictures and stuff. It's shit's funny, oh, actually. Look, the Ole Miss, <laughs> They're at, talented. Ole Miss at Auburn <laughs> next year. There will be no shortage of storylines. Oh, oh, yeah. God you that almighty. One? <laughs> you ready for that one? Um, But – Look, I think we'll do a show from Auburn. You want to? I mean, I I would. I like Auburn. I, I bet we can. Get, I bet we can get that one figured out. Well, 
He might just want it to be Siski powered by rain <laughs> total body fuel. He'd be all right. He's good. No, you know, I mean, we've talked about it. He, We've conversed since then. Yeah. He knows my frustration with him. You know what's really jacked up about this whole deal? Is I should have. I was so right the whole time until last Saturday. And I got convinced. I heard your show this morning. You were talking about, is there anything you look back in that. that last Saturday, the. the Oh, the, like the weekend that Auburn played Western Kentucky and mm. Ole Miss played Arkansas? Yes. Okay. I never wavered the whole time, and I've, I've said on this podcast, so it's not hard for somebody to go back and look it up. I haven't really changed what I said. I said Lane Kiffin was going to be their first choice. Hugh was going to be the second choice, but I always thought that Hugh Freeze would be the next head coach because, and I said this on this podcast, is because there were barriers in the way. And I knew if Lane looked at those, there were going to be some barriers. But last Saturday, I was talked out of it by people on both sides that those barriers were not barriers. Yep. So that's why I changed. And once that. Well, look, he didn't act like a coach in the last week. He didn't act like. That's what screwed me up. He didn't act like a coach who was staying. That's what screwed me up is because or I was told. He didn't act like a coach who knew he was staying. Let me, let, me, let me put it that way. He didn't. He acted like a coach who was pretty damn torn is what he did. Yeah. I always thought there were barriers until that Saturday. And then sometime during the day, I don't remember what time it was. I was like, hey. I was told, hey, just let you know this thing's done. I'm like, what do you mean done? Well, this, this, this. I was like, wait a minute. What about this, this, and this? There, there were barriers. Major barriers in the way, and that would I would I would put that under the uh, fit category. Is that fair? Yeah, it was a horrible fit. It was always going to be a horrible fit. But those barriers a, were inside the fit umbrella. I I guess. I mean, one of the things that threw me off that night was, frankly, um, our mutual friend Cole Kublik. The way that he was talking about it during that broadcast of Ole Miss at Arkansas was like I was like, whoa. I mean. Well, dude, Cole knows things. I mean, Cole's connected. He knows people at Auburn. I mean, this thing must have more traction than people think it does. And Lane got asked questions by me and others that I didn't think he answered particularly well. Now, Lane's a terrible loser. And so I think one of the things that I've learned from this is that reading a whole lot into Lane Kiffin comments immediately following a loss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, nah, no more. I'll, I'll just start to disregard those. His comments on Monday were a little stronger. It was, Monday was just a weird day. Anyway, it all. what I will always wonder about this was what was the impact of John Sokoloff's tweet on Monday night? Yeah. I'll, I'll always wonder what that was about, what, what that impacted or, but, or how it impacted because it obviously affected Lane because Lane went on a Twitter rampage yeah. of sorts. But just my – that's where if I was wrong, that's where I was wrong was the conversation I had with – I had with three different people, two on the Auburn side, one on the Ole Miss side. And then on Sunday, I didn't call anybody. They called me. And it was like different people that were way up and they're all, oh, this, this, this. I mean, I, a lot of details. Um, and that made me change my mind. But I always thought that those barriers, once Lane looked at it, that was my whole point of what I've been saying for – Freaking 17 freaking episodes now. Um, but, hey, everybody wins, you know. Um, I'm excited. Six minutes ago, football scoop, um, those guys, and they're pretty connected to um, <laughs> yeah, they are. Auburn hiring Hugh Freeze. Yeah. 
they ever tell you he's part owner of my business? Oh, is that right? <laughs> I don't use my sources very well. <laughs> I could be a lot better at this breaking news thing. Um, hey, this is uh, Ian McCall's opportunity to hire Art Bryles at Liberty. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Look, I'm uh, Auburn fans are going to be ate up. I can't believe you just did that. <laughs> Got my brain all jacked up. Um, I mean, I'm happy. Man. Liberty's open. I'm happy, dude. That's awesome. Liberty's open. I'm happy for my friend Art Bryles to Liberty. I'm not friends with Art Bryles. <laughs> um, but I'm 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 happy with uh, I'm happy for Hugh and his family and um, getting back down and Auburn can go back to being Auburn again. And then uh, we'll go McCready and Siski live from the Plains. Dude, we can go ahead and do it. You want to go ahead and schedule like the um, – they're playing at Auburn next year? Yeah. I, I, Let's go do a live show Friday from the facility next year. You ain't got shit else to do. You got to travel there anyway. We don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to make me. Hey, we can go interview Hugh. Live and then we'll go. We'll go interview Lane at the hotel. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that's gonna happen. <laughs> I'll bet you Lane would do it. Oh, are you out of your mind? I guarantee you. Do no, it. no chance in hell. I'll bet you. There's zero chance. I'll bet you. Zero chance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll get him on the show. There's a zero chance. All right. <laughs>
So let me, before we let this thing go off the rails again, so Troy is playing, hosting in the uh, Sunbelt Championship game against yeah. Coastal Carolina. Yeah. And you know how we talk about the Sunbelt and we did it at the beginning of the year? James Madison doesn't count. They Coastal's should. an 11-and-a-half-point dog. I mean, nothing – hey, John, if I do this, it's just desperation. It's not you. Um, but here's the deal is uh, the Sun Belt, nine teams bowl eligible. How about that? Yeah. The Sun Belt. It's a hell of a league. Nine teams bowl eligible. It's a hell of a league. Like, not that long ago when I was coaching, you'd be lucky to have like two. Yeah. No, it's a hell of a league. Yeah, Very, we talked about – we said at the beginning of the year that the Sun Belt was – Sneaky Nine good. teams, dude. And it is it is really good. Southern Miss got bowl eligible this weekend. I mean, yeah, it's, congratulations it's been, yeah. to Will Hall. Great job. But in the same breath, I wanted to talk about this. I think would be reminisced. Uh, another friend of mine, uh, Kane Womack, went won his tenth game yeah. also at South. Yep. Dude, Kane with two of my friends. It's been a good day. It's a good day for the friend. The old friend them today. Hey, Old Dominion's a good team. They gave South all they wanted. Oh. I best one of the games I lost, but Kane. Uh, all kidding aside, I'm so happy for him and his family. Winning ten games at South is something. Now he's got 21 of 22 starters coming back. Uh, they're going to be good, dude. Um, you had Oregon, Oregon State. Did you watch that game? I did, dude. They didn't run the football one play for the last five drives of the game. Did you know that? Oregon State didn't did not throw it. You mean? did not throw up? Yeah. yeah, did not throw say, a I, pass. I, say, I watched them <laughs> yeah. run it. They did not throw a pass the last or. Is it five, four or five drives of the game? It was amazing, and they—that's football, man. That's why was, that's choosing violence. I like if you if you haven't told if if some of you people listening don't know, I like violence for whatever. That's reason. a rivalry game that I kind of want to go to. It's it's sneaky cool. It is good. Yeah, that was a hell of a football game, though. I mean, like Oregon State was done, and I was like, damn it, and I flipped away from it. And when I came back, they were making a run, and I was like. I turned it off because they were getting the shit kicked out of them. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, and I flipped over to the Troy game. And it was like, poof, poof, poof. Coach, they did not throw a pass. They just said, here, here, here. That was good stuff, man. All right. Uh, my college games real quick, and we'll move on. Uh, I had Georgia Tech plus 35 and a half. And I text you uh, <laughs> privately. I was like, hey, Neil, I'm not – like, dude, it was 10 to 7 at halftime. And I'm like, got this one in the bag. Yeah, and then it got a little weird. In the course of six minutes, Georgia had scored like 30, 28 points in, in like six minutes. Georgia Tech scored late and kind of helped me on that. Uh, South Alabama, we just talked about, very happy for those guys. They found a way to win. They were down early, and they came back and won 27-20. Uh, UTSA, that was my fault. UTSA, I didn't realize it until, I guess, I realized it before Saturday, but UTSA has already clinched. They already clinched a championship game and they're playing a down team. It took them, they were down 24 to nothing in that game, and they came back and won 34-31. Yeah, they played North Texas played on North- Friday at 6.30 yep. in the Alamo Dome. Yep. And then the easiest bet, and nobody wanted to listen to me, including my bald-headed friend over here, the easiest bet of the year. I'm not joking. I, I I loaded up. This was a ten unit play for your boy. I had. I just have a hard time betting against my my. I guy, know my guy Clark. I don't know. Like this is one of those lines right here, and there's not many because Vegas is really good. Brendan Brendan gonna go to the planes? No, <laughs> no. Um, somebody said that. They're just asking. No, no. they want to know if you're going. 
How many? I mean, this is like binocular gate. How many times do I got to say it? I anticipate being. Do you, okay, let's do this. I, do I you, anticipate. Do you anticipate still being at Quick U this time next year? I anticipate. Yes, I do. Do you? Okay. <laughs> what if? All right, let, hold up. I want to follow up. Yes, on that, I do. I want to follow up on that question. No, it was a yes or no question. Well, I'm following up on it. If Auburn offers you a job, do you still anticipate being at Quick U? Yes, I do. Is there a scenario no, that, that you question. could envision where you would not be at Quick U and you would instead be at Auburn? No. Are you happy at Quick U? I'm very happy. I'm very grateful for the opportunity that Neil McCready and MPW Digital has given me. And look, I don't know how many damn times. I mean, if I sign a contract this year, I don't know. I mean, I signed it in July this past year. Right. So I don't know why I signed another contract right now, why that has to do anything. Just I'll sign it when I sign it. We wait till the end of the season before we do those things. I don't know what the fuss is about. Okay. Have you signed your new contract with Quick U? No, I have not. Why? You didn't ask all those questions. <laughs> oh, That's good shit. All right. Um, but anyway, this Tennessee-Vandy game, this is one of those games where the, from a coaching standpoint, then Vegas gets it right a lot of times. This was terrible line. And that was because Vandy won, Tennessee got embarrassed, you know, Hendon Hooker's out. But, dude, literally almost the script. I was sending you videos. It was like literally the script I said was going to happen. The first play of the game, homie overthrows it. Uh, Hyatt is, is, has 14 yards of separation behind yeah. the DB. Like, they just can't run with them. It's a terrible matchup. Um, and then what Tennessee can get exposed with defensively, Vandy can't touch. Like, it was the most worst betting matchup in the history of Vegas. That was the easiest fifty-six to nothing win over a four. I mean, it went in close. Um, yeah, the under. I had the, the under bowl. in the egg bowl. Yep. Um, look, I, I know there's been a lot of talk, but not about the game. This game was Mississippi State's defensive line dominated this game. That's why the game was lost. They spent the entire day in the backfield, and so Quinshawn Junkins, instead of being downhill and being able to make his first cut, you know, at second level. He's had to make cuts in the backfield, never getting never getting started. They held him in check uh, as much as you can hold him in check. That was an aggressive defensive scheme. Yeah, I mean they were they were they were going they were doing some cover zero blitz stuff, you know, and in the open field on P and ten downs. I think Lane talked about that after the game. He did. Um, but you got to have a plan for it. You know, it, it got. You know, when I was with Freeze, we were running buckshot over everybody back at Arkansas State. And then all of a sudden, we went to go play Virginia Tech, and we were getting after their ass. And Bud Foster, in the middle of the game, said, you know what? Screw it. We're playing cover zero, press cover zero, and see what – we didn't have a plan. And I remember coming back from that game, we had a cover zero plan that stayed on the call sheet in case anybody else ever tried to do that. These are the list of plays. And we ran those plays every week. Versus, like, a team could have never showed cover zero – but just in case somebody ever saw that, which they were going to see that film. Of course. And they decided to go to cover zero. We go to these – this is almost like a whole different offense. Um, but we went to those plays, and we had tags in there and stuff to, to get us through. Um, but 
Um, I'm excited about that. So got that under, and then I hit the Michigan money line. All right, uh, NFL games. Before we talk about the games real quick, I think there was a very significant uh, deal that happened last night. I think not a lot of people are talking about it. I think we saw Aaron Rodgers' last snap was a Green Bay Packer last night. Really? I do. See, I did not watch that game. So he gets hurt. Um, I don't know what the injury is. I haven't seen it. He he did come out of the game. He's got a broken thumb. I don't think that's what it was. Um, But Jordan Love came in, dude. And look like a dude. Like, he looked like the guy you were like, okay, that's the guy you drafted. It's been a long, 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 long time um, since, he, since he's been on that team. But he, what's funny? What I miss? I'm sorry. I'm reading a message board. Oh, you're on a message board? Does, uh, does Matt Luke entertain the, the offensive no. line? <laughs> Next question. Per sources. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I'll get questioned about my sources on that one, too. <laughs> um, <sighs> They're not happy. Not happy. It doesn't matter anymore. Nope. I got some more info on that I'll tell you afterwards that, okay. I'll, that you'll, you'll understand. Um, I don't want to say it on public forum. Um, but I thought we, I think we've seen Aaron Rodgers. The people who ever reported the done deal, Lane Kiffin to Auburn. Somebody reported that? Just people on on that, on that end. No one in particular. And I'm not referring to Jay before anybody thinks I'm insulting Jay Tate. I'm absolutely not. But there were people on that beat who never gave it a qualifier. That was a mistake. The qualifiers weren't strong enough. You talking about laying on Auburn? Yeah. I mean, dude, they thought he was coming for a long time until about two thirty. We said what two thirty on Friday? I think Lane had his mind made up on Wednesday. I do too. Looking back on it, I think he knew Wednesday. Wednesday would be my. You start putting. Potential Looking back up. on it. Um, his answers on Thursday were – he was so pissed because they had just lost a game, he did not think they were going to lose. That was a different than like Alabama where he thought, you know, I think we have a chance to win. This was, we're going to win. He thought they were going to win. Talking about the Egg Bowl? Yeah. And he was – I think he was irritated at um, – I don't, I don't want to name names, but I think there were specific people he was irritated at at that moment that weren't in the media. It had nothing to do with the Auburn job. Well, he couldn't go after uh, – John personally in front of his face like that, and they backtrack at that point in time. Right. That would have been <laughs> that would have been funny. Um. All right, NFL. Hey, real quick before we do the NFL, I want to remind you we're brought to you by Walk On Sports Bistro. They put everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth watering, made from scratch Louisiana cuisine: po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp. Plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Visit the walk-ons in Oxford or Ridgeland today, and please make sure you tell them how much you appreciate them sponsoring McCrady and Siski and other MPW digital content. Um, all right, NFL real quick. Dude, 
Yeah. Is no, is no, I want to know, is nobody, none of our supporters here, our fans, is nobody catching on to this lines over nine and a half, take the under thing? Do they, um, how many times do I have to hit this thing for somebody like goes, man, you know what? That's, that's well, I mean, there's, it's possible that people are taking advantage of it and they're out there betting and, 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 and winning accordingly. And you know how many times I've you. lost this year doing that? Not on the show. I'm just talking about personally. But not many. Three times the entire season. To tell people again, nine right. and a half. And look, as soon as I say this, <laughs> it's never going to hit the rest of the year. Because we're going to be in Vegas for a, a, a weekend. Yeah. So, so here's the deal. If either team is a nine and a half point favorite or better, you take the under in that game. Why do you do that? Because either the underdog plays defense so good that it's a low-scoring game that keeps it close, or what happened yesterday in the Dolphins-Texans game where the Dolphins get up 30 to nothing and they bench the whole team. And they just got out there and did this in the second half, just hand it off, hand it off. Now, almost came back and covered it, but they didn't. I lost the Bills, whoever the Bills played, Giants maybe or whoever it was a couple weeks ago. I lost the Panthers game a couple weeks ago doing that. But the rest of them, man, they hit. And I don't know what the deal is. I hit it again on uh, I hit it again on the other one. But I've lost twice doing it all year long. I promise you I'm in the green. So I say all that to say this. I took the Bills lines under at 54. It hit. It was close, but it hit at 53. I took the Dolphins-Texans under at 46. It was close, but it hit at 45. And then I had the Chiefs and Rams under at 44, and it's 26 to 10. Again, it hit. And so then, and so I take the uh, Commanders uh, at minus four versus the Falcons. I backdoored McCready the hell out of it. Um, got lucky on that one. Did you see the ending of that game? Which one? Falcons and Commanders? No. Falcons are, so they're up 19 13. The Commanders are. Falcons throw a pick in the end zone at like 40 seconds to go trolling oh. the game. And then our Bengals went to Tennessee and took care of business without Jamar Chase or Mixon. I got to tell you, he doesn't get the credit for it. We got, we'll start talking a lot of NFL here as December gets here. I don't know that people fully appreciate how good Joe Burrow is. He gets overshadowed by Josh Allen and Mahomes. And they're great. And they are. And they're both great yeah. players. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, they deserve is, it. Patrick Mahomes is special. Um, but I don't think people fully grasp – how charismatic, calm, uh, how much of a leader Joe Burrow is. It, it is just, it, it oozes out of him on the screen. Like, dude, I don't know. He's been good the whole, I mean, the guy, I will admit, I'll admit this. His first year at LSU, I thought he was terrible. But then that next year is 19. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then he hasn't skipped a beat. And now he's doing it without, I mean, Dude, how about this? They were six and four last year after ten games. Well, T. Higgins is damn good, but yes, yeah, they were six and four last year after ten games. Yeah, they were six and four going in this path. Here they go. I know. And I've been telling people be careful counting them out, and that's without Mixon or Jamar Chase, and, and both gonna, of them are coming back. And they're getting both back. Yeah, he he uses the young tight end well, uh, Hurst. Yep. He uses the uh, backup receiver. He's uh, kind of become a favorite target of his. Um, I can't think of his name. Higgins is a terrific player. Yeah, Higgins, Boyd. You Boyd's got... a very good player. Uh, the backup, uh, Samaje Piran, is, is, a, yeah, he's is solid. a solid, very usable 
uh, running back, and their offensive line has gotten a little better each week. Just kind of increment. They're keeping him alive. But they're, they're, they're starting to do some things, and defensively they've always been fairly good. They, they don't get credit for how good they are. But, you know, they're pretty solid defensively, and that's after losing their best defensive back. Yeah, hey, a uh, couple things in the chat right here. Um, Grind said Ohio State picked the wrong quarterback. They gave LSU a natty. Not necessarily. Like, it, it's about system fit, right? And Joe Burrow wasn't the runner and everything else that they need in that offense at Ohio State like Justin Fields was. So I don't think they picked the wrong quarterback. They're both pretty good. But you had a talented kid sitting on the bench. Um, I mean, I know we get – I mean, shit, we had it here with Corral and John Rice Plumley. Everybody's like, oh, well – John Rice Plumley can't play quarterback. Well, no, he can't throw the ball 87 times a game. That's not his thing. But let me tell you what he can do. He can run the quarterback run game really well. Yeah. And well, so if you get you in the right fit, UCF. yeah, you yeah. get in the right fit, it, it works. You just got to get in the right fit. Um, and, Grind, I know you're watching, which Robbie Ashford is going to be hailing Freeze's offense. But you also know why we had Robbie Ashford as a quarterback commit in Rich Rod's offense now that you see him running on running on Saturdays. Yeah. You I mean, that's what sure. it's – You know, you got to get the right fit for what you're doing on offense. That's, that's just – that's actually – more important than just picking players, this is about fit. Um, and then the other thing, what I see up there, I said, he says, what about the dude, uh, Reg Size Ben says, what about the dude coming in and replacing Zach Wilson? He was fire. Yeah, he did a good job, and I think. Uh, Mike what, White. What, what's my guy, head coach, uh, some, what's how you pronounce, uh, head coach of the Jets, I'm going blank. Salah. Uh, he came, he said the best line yesterday. He made the easy look easy. Yeah. Like, Zach Wilson's talented, man. I mean, he's uber talented. He'll be fine, but I don't know what's going on with him. But last couple of weeks, he's been doing like he. You got to take the well, easy it's the throws. Opposite, you got it's, it's the opposite of Joe Burrow too. There's something about leadership, and, and, and Zach Wilson's going to have to figure out something about that RBF that he's got going on. Like he's got it. You got You you, you got to look more of a leader. You got to be more of a leader as a quarterback. You got to be more of a leader as a quarterback. You do if you watch it in the NFL, man. You got to be you you your offensive line has to want to fight for you. The running back has to want to fight for that extra yard. Receivers got to be willing to lay their bodies out. And there's guys that do it for certain guys, and 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 they get rewarded. They want that. They want that quarterback feedback. How much? Master question. It's part of the game. How much does that media market hurt young quarterbacks? Oh, it's tough. It's why people don't fully appreciate how great Eli Manning was. You know in what I'm saying? Like, yeah, because a lot of quarterbacks come through there and die. Well, because if you're not great right away, they just eat you alive. Right. How much of that is is on Zach Wilson is my concern. Or not my concern, my wonder. I don't, I don't know. Because um, he's young and he's not mature enough. I mean, same thing like everybody's like, it was the same thing with Sam Darnold, right? Like everybody's like killing the guy. The guy's freaking like 20-something years old. I mean, like Hendon Hooker and Stetson Ben are like three years older than the guy. I mean. Well, it takes a certain type you know what to, mean? Like to thrive in that in that environment. Um, but anyway, um, Seahawks let you down. That was your one NFL loss yesterday. Yeah, Raiders played really well. They did. Did you see the walk-off 86-yarder? Yeah. Um, most of my afternoon, though, was spent, believe it or not, and I'm not one to do this, but I ended up getting suckered into a college basketball game. I had watched Ole Miss and, and Oklahoma because that was my job. Did you watch the Alabama game? I did. So I got suckered into it at the beginning. I just kind of was watching. I was like, oh, these are two good teams. Look at this. Look at this. And next thing you know, it's four overtimes. What, Dude, a bas- what a basketball game. Dude, Alabama's like legit. No, Alabama's a national contender. Legit. Yes. Like, I went and watched, I told you, I've been, I went and watched Ole Miss play, mm-hmm. and I was like, hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, we're not the SEC play yet, but 
Dude, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, they, they're they're mu- better than what they were. They're much better than I thought they would be, and they're better than what they were last year. Yes, in my opinion, it appears so. Um, but but, but Bama, the league, I mean, the league has some good teams. League's got some good teams. Yeah. Um, they're really the only one that's come off struggling a little bit. Is Texas A and M, right? I don't know. I think they've lost. Dropped. I haven't. I haven't uh, uber focused on it. I've watched. Uh, I've watched Tennessee play. I've watched Alabama play. I've watched uh, Auburn play. I've watched Arkansas play. I watched Ooh. Arkansas play Creighton. That was a really good game. Dude, Arkansas is one of those teams that by the end, by come tournament time, Ooh. well, they don't even have their best player yet. Yeah, Ooh. and he might not play. I don't know what the deal is. But dude, come, they're young. Come yeah. tournament time, yeah, his teams always get better. There, it, it's it's a it's a loaded league. It's good. Um. I told you I like college basketball, right? Yeah, I knew you did. I don't do NBA, but I like college. All right, Neil, we got championship Saturday coming up. And yep. Raquel just sent me the graphic. I just got an LFG from Auburn, by the way. Oh, there's another one. Um, We got seven quick U teams in championship weekend this weekend. Is that right? Yeah. So we got, well, you got- Georgia. LSU, so we're going to have the SEC champ. Uh, Clemson, North Carolina. We got Central Florida, Troy, and Kansas State. So we got seven quick U teams. Oh, that's pretty good. And, Congratulations. And, yeah, I'm excited. It's good for them. First year. Um, we could have five conference champions if they all win. Um, just to finish the basketball discussion, yeah. we just talked about the SEC and we did not mention Kentucky. That tells you how good the SEC <laughs> that, right. that tells you how good the league has a chance to be in basketball. I do agree with Grind here. He says Alabama and Arkansas are the two best teams. Tennessee is third. I agree with that. Alabama, what did he say one time? Alabama and Arkansas are the two best teams. Tennessee is third. I think I would put it in that order. I think I'd put Kentucky fourth right now. It's just the I've athleticism. Seen. You know what I mean? Like, oh, ba- just, Bama's athletic as hell, man. I mean, I mean it's you know, crazy, And that man. big that they've got at the rim, protecting the rim, and the guard's a stud, and they've got dudes who can shoot it, and they just got um, uh, what's-his-face back from the injury, and he's – He's starting to really kind of uh, get back. I'm not into, good with basketball names yet. He's starting to get back into his um, – kind of getting his wheels back a little bit. They're fun. Here's what I want to talk about with Championship Week as we close this yep. bad boy off. All right. And just very few people are talking about this. The most important thing about this college football playoff yeah. is occurring tomorrow night. If Alabama – is ranked ahead of Ohio State tomorrow night. Alabama's going to get in this college football playoff. No, they're not. If Alabama is ranked above. All right, give me the scenario for Alabama getting in. Well, right now they're sixth. Okay. And that's saying that Ohio State is fifth. Okay, so so Georgia's in. Georgia's in regardless. Okay. I think Michigan is in regardless. Okay, so that's two. Okay. All right, if SC beats Utah. They're in. They're in. I don't. If TCU beats K State, yeah. If they all win, we're all good. Okay. I don't think that's going to happen. All right. So let me ask you this: If TCU loses to K State, are they out? I think so. Okay. If an SC has to win because they they're a one loss team already. Well, if if SC loses, if Utah, which Utah's already beaten SC, okay. Yeah. Kansas State had TCU's ass kicked and let them come back and beat them at the very end. So you're saying a two? And, I, and by the way, I I think I agree with you with what, what you're saying. But you're saying a two loss Alabama is going to get in ahead of a one loss Ohio State because the one loss was so bad, so bad at home. Yeah, Alabama got walked off twice on the road. 
against a team playing in the SEC championship and a in Tennessee who had Tennessee screwed up the LSU the okay, South Carolina so, deal. T- Tennessee's in the playoff if they don't get their ass kicked. Yeah, right, right, right. They're right, in. Right, for sure. I think you're right. Like I think they're ahead. But you, of but South- you do, you do agree that if it if it goes by chalk, if if everybody if wins, TCU wins, USC wins, they're in. They're in. Okay. I don't think that's happening. I think one's losing, if not both. Well, I think K State's beating TCU. I do too. And Utah, USC. And I'm gonna tell you, after watching USC on Saturday, I'm backing off some of the they're not physical enough stuff. You see what charismatic dudes now, Caleb Williams, that guy. That guy, that guy's got leadership skills just oozing out. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. Yes, he won the Heisman. Um, guys follow him, so I'm not counting him out. Like, no, 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 no. Like, but now Utah's a, a problem for them because of the way the match is. Well, they just already beat them. Yeah, this year. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not willing. I mean, to the go. tight end had 18 catches, dude. Like, he's a, they got they have matchup problems on the other side too. Now I'm not sitting here and telling you. I mean, I think USC will win the game, but. I'm just letting you know they've already beat them once. All right, now Grind says, and I've heard other people say this, national people, TCU is in regardless. I disagree. I disagree. Wholeheartedly. So if their one loss is to a pretty good Kansas State team, they deserve to fall out? I'm just asking. I'm not, yeah, I'm not arguing. it's the way they've won. I mean, they literally got extremely fortunate to beat Baylor, a six-win Baylor team, two weeks ago. Yeah. They were behind and damn near every – they went like a five-week stretch where they were behind double digits in the fourth quarter and found a way to come back and win. That's awesome. I, I'm, I'm with you. But let me ask you a question, and this is very simple for me. And this is why I think it's going to happen, is what is this bad boy about? TV ratings and money. If Alabama gets in, what seat are they going to be? Uh, if they were to get in, what seed would they be? The four. Who's going to be the one seed? Georgia. Who hasn't played each other this year? Oh, that's a good point. What's the? T- would you rather have the TV ratings of Alabama versus TCU, or or I mean uh, Georgia versus TCU, or Georgia versus Alabama? Well, look in Atlanta. Look if you in off- Atlanta, if you offer me in any combination, Alabama, Georgia, Michigan, and USC, I'm in. If I'm a TV exec, I don't. I, at that point, I'd be like, I don't really care. Do what you want to do. Pair them up. We're good. Those are four massive eyeball gainers. But I, my, my whole point. But, but your point, yes. Would put Alabama and Georgia in, in, in the Peach Bowl. Put Michigan and USC, which would be a typical Rose Bowl game, in whatever the other bowl game is. Yeah, of course. Sure, I get it. And then, and then here's the thing. Is this all be decided tomorrow night? It'll be decided tomorrow night, and you'll know. Before we come in here Thursday, we'll know. Because you'll if, know, the playoff, if Alabama moves to five. If the playoff committee puts Alabama at five and Ohio State at six. They're saying if one of you loses, okay, well, let me ask this then. Let me ask this. Let's say Utah beats USC and and Kansas State beats TCU. I'm, I'm, Michigan, I'm Michigan, Ohio State, Alabama, and Georgia. See, I don't know how you put Ohio State in the damn thing. I think because they're better in TCU, and that's the whole point of having a committee. Is that so? Know now who's I'm going to have Georgia, Ohio State. If we want to do it by computers, we didn't need the committee. And Alabama, I'd have Alabama, Michigan. At that point, it's a shit show, and so let's just get the best TV ratings. But TCU over if it, if TCU loses, and the discussion is, do we put TCU in? First of all, 
USC loses her out. But let's say the let's say it's the TCU's the one that loses, okay? Yep. And you got a one loss TCU, a one loss Ohio State, and a two loss Alabama. TCU's not winning that one because it's a committee. They're about TV ratings. Whether it's Alabama or Ohio State, the name is getting in. Right. Because it's just how it's going to be. And you can look at strength of schedule. You can do all kinds of stuff. But TCU's won a lot of close games, man, about to some uh, teams. Let me ask you a question. Yep. Is TCU undefeated if they're playing in the SEC? No. So that you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I mean, look, I get it. If um, TCU plays Ohio State, who's winning? What's the line? Ohio State by 11 and a half? If TCU plays Ohio State on yeah. a neutral site? 11 and a half? It's probably not quite that high, but it's, 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 it's eight and a half, nine, nine and a half. I mean, that's why they have What's a What's the Alabama-Ohio State line if they played neutral site Oof. indoors? Bama minus two? That or a pick them. I mean, it'd be tight. But Ohio State's played close games too now. You know what I mean? The, the last four or five weeks, they've – if you look at, like, the pattern, they haven't been playing all that great. Um, and look, How about this? Would you want to play Alabama after they've been – people have been shitting on them for about a month and all of a sudden they get a new lease on life? Well, and Bryce gets a chance to be fully healthy. No, I mean, no, they, they'd, be, they'd be tough. They'd be a tough out. <laughs> I want to play them. You know, I'd like Michigan's chances against them because I think Michigan could just out-physical them. I didn't watch Alabama that day and think that was the most physical team in the world. I mean, I was not blown the away. Only th- I, I, I was not you. blown away by Alabama when I, I saw them test, in person. Eyeball test, I agree with you. The only thing I can't get out of my head is the Orange Bowl last year. Yeah, Michigan just looks so much better this year than last year. But well, the, you're right. I still can't get it out of my head. I understand. They were out-athleted. They were out-physical. They didn't yeah. look like they belonged on the field. Yeah. No, you're right. I just can't get that out of my head. I shouldn't. You know, last year's last year. This year's this year. And everybody's like, oh, well, they didn't have this. Well, you had Aiden Hutchinson on defensive line, and he got – how about this? Aiden Hutchinson was on your defensive line, and he was irrelevant because he spent the entire game on the back of his head. Now, on Sundays, he is dominating. He is having a hell of a rookie he's year. A, he's a special player. So, what does that tell you? I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, the guy – the guy has more success in the National Football League than he did in Orange Bowl. Um, I just – I don't – I'll be honest, though, and the more I'm just thinking out loud, I have – if if a two-loss non-SEC – didn't even win their division team gets into the playoff on four teams, it's kind of cheap. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – so I, I guess right, what I'm, I guess what I'm I saying I guess what I'm saying is if I'm sitting in the room at some point between now and tomorrow it's like hey guys 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 this is not a good idea this is us just saying the very quiet part way out loud that this whole thing's basically just about nothing but money and nothing but ratings we've always been saying it's oh it's not about that well now you're saying it is and then if I'm them I'm like Please, dear, sweet baby Jesus, eight pound, six ounce baby Jesus. <laughs> please let USC and TCU win. Just let them win. Just let them win. All right, I got one more scenario I want to put past you. All right. I'm so interested in your answer on this one. Okay. 
let's say USC, just one of the two, USC or or TCU loses. Okay. Just one of them. All right. And then LSU beats Georgia. What do you do with LSU? It's three loss team. They will be a SEC champion, three loss team. You let them play in one of the access bowls. With a win, it. but listen, with a win versus number one. Yep. Versus number five. Yep. Versus what's Tennessee? Was that 10 last week? But they got throttled by a two and six. But you got Texas three A&T. top 10 wins. Yeah, I know. But you have, you have, Two. No, they lost to Tennessee. I'm sorry. You have no. you have you have you have two top ten wins. Two top ten wins, and you have one loss that's kind of eh, with Florida State, and one loss that's inexcusable. Championship teams don't teams that deserve a shot to play for the championship don't go to College Station on the last week of the season and get throttled. Is there a scenario? Okay, this was our other discussion this morning. It's fascinating. Is there a scenario where the SEC champion LSU wins? Mm-hmm. And two SEC teams get in the playoffs that they beat. No. No. Three loss LSU, even beating Georgia, all that does is they go, okay, here's your go to the Sugar Bowl. Congratulations. Go. Have fun. <laughs> you like it there. Go. It's your game. You, you, you earned that. They would have earned an access bowl. They would go to New Orleans, they'd go to the Sugar, and they'd play and it'd be a big party, and everybody would drink, and that's fine. But no, right. no, 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 absolutely not. There's no path for LSU to the uh, to the championship. Last question. Who are your four teams? Who are Neil McCready's committee? Four teams. If LSU wins, okay. Purdue wins, <sighs> Utah wins, and Kansas State wins. Who First of all, in? sign me up for that chaos. Okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in. Who are my teams? All right, Michigan's in. No order, just Michigan's in. Okay. Georgia's still in. Okay. Now you got a two-loss USC that didn't win the title. Yeah, they're out. Um, you got a one-loss TCU that didn't win the title. They're in. And then I'm probably putting Alabama in. Over Ohio State. Yeah, because I saw what Saturday was. Okay, now here's my next question. You have a one-loss TCU who their loss is to Kansas State, and you have a one-loss Ohio State that their loss is to Michigan. Are you putting them in ahead of Ohio State? They got throttled. I just can't get past the you got throttled at home. I know, but they've pretty yeah, much yeah. controlled every game until that one. Oh, that shouldn't mm, say that. Not really. But they who did they not control the game against? Penn State? Uh, I'm not counting the Northwestern game. Illinois. Wasn't Illinois close? Illinois, yeah. Played a couple of close games. I mean, look, they're fine. Like, when you watch them against a quality opponent, you go – So, you would put TCU in ahead of Ohio State? Probably. The Big 12 was pretty good this year. The Big 10 wasn't. You just trying to get all the Michigan fans back on your side? No. Okay. I wasn't thinking about that. (laughs) But the Big 10 wasn't great this year. The Big 12 was pretty good this year. The Big 12 had a bunch of good teams. I don't know that you could say that about the Big 10. I mean, the Big 10 had had – Michigan's a stud team. Yeah, Ohio, Michigan, Ohio State's Ohio good. State, elite. Uh, Penn State was good. But like Penn State was good, but that was it. All right, Wisconsin, Illinois had a good year. Wisconsin was down. Yeah, Illinois was fine. Wisconsin was, was good. Yeah, Wisconsin, but, but Wisconsin down. All in all, Illinois was just fine. Wisconsin was down. Iowa was down. Purdue was fine. I mean, there was some – and then there were some bad teams. Yeah, Drew M. says – Michigan they, State hey. sucked. 
Drew M says if they put Alabama in the playoffs, that will certify Alabama and SEC bias. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. Well, I'm here for it though. I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maryland was Maryland was fine. Most, I think he's the most underrated coach in the country right now. I know you do. I love me some locks. Yep. He needs to get somewhere where he can do some damage. How old is he now? Mid fifties. Mm, I'd be guessing. I'm imagining, yeah. Um, but I love Loxley, man. Um, yeah, that would be that'd be fun. So what's your what's your gut? All right, well, let me ask you this. Let All me right. ask you this. just play play the game. All right, let's play the game. Why, if 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 all of that happens, why would Alabama get in over Tennessee? Tennessee won. Uh, because Tennessee got embarrassed at South Carolina. But I'm okay. with you. Okay. Like, I, I don't. It's why we need 12 teams. Yes. We need 12 teams. How, all right. We have a 12-team playoff. How many SEC teams are in the 12-team playoff this year? Bama, Georgia, Tennessee. Does LSU get in with three losses? Uh, Let's yeah. say they win Saturday. Yeah, they'd get in. If they lose, no. Because they'd be no, four no, losses. No, right, right, right. No. Um, that's right, it. If they would have beat Texas A&M and lose, do you put a three-loss, lose to Georgia in the championship game, do you put them in? No. Okay. So you got Bama, Tennessee, Georgia. That's it. Just three? Yeah, that's it. I mean, Ole Miss was in that mix, and they played their way out of it down the down the stretch. Ole Miss would, in this scenario, look up and go, oh, my God, those last five days were bad. By the way, Dickey got fired at Texas A&M today. Yeah. You know, that's opening up the – It opens up the OC job, and a couple of names are going to immediately fly there. And it's just – Have you heard any? Yeah. I haven't. That's why I was asking. I've heard some Jeff Lebby buzz, and I've heard some Kendall Browse buzz. Both make sense. Both would be very hesitant to sign on without getting real promise that they had some autonomy with play calling. <laughs> yeah, otherwise, I mean, yeah. otherwise you're killing yourself. Yeah. Um, do you know what? Do you know what Saturday night was a, an example of? Is you can't in this league. That's what this league's about. It doesn't matter who you play. If you show up sleepy, there's a good chance that the other team has enough ass to kick your ass. Well, yeah, because it mean, just takes. Just a little bit of execution well, and, and some you, motivation. And if you want to see how good the league – and when I say good, I don't mean national championship good. I mean just competitive good, right? Is you watch South Carolina go to Clemson and win. You watch Kentucky kick Louisville's ass up and down the field, and you go, phew. Carolina's 8-4. and four. Um, Kentucky's 7-5. and five. That's, that's the part. The part of the league that it will always be super hard, the, the wake-up call for Texas and Oklahoma will not be, hey, when you play Alabama and when you play Georgia, it's really hard. Just like, no shit. Everybody knows that. The wake-up call is going to be, hey, when you go to Columbia, South Carolina at 11 a.m. and they're geeked and you're not, when you go to Fayetteville, like Ole Miss saw at 6.30 at night, it's kind of cold, and they're, for whatever reason, geeked up and you're not, you can get the hell run out of the damn stadium as the better team. Routinely, that's the challenge. Kentucky, when, they, when they're dialed in, they're good. Not great. Good. And then you see, like, you saw the Arkansas-Missouri game, which was an in- indicative. Missouri could have easily been a nine-win team this year. 
I mean, let's. I know we love to rip on Eli. I get it. They they basically beat Auburn, and the dude just dropped the ball. They they had Georgia on the ropes. Georgia on the ropes. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, on the ropes. Were the referees like watching it, going, "Should I stop the fight? Should I stop the fight?" I and mean, they were right there. Well, that's eight. They had Kentucky beat. Got it. Let it get away. You see what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they, they could have easily been not a nine-win team. Look at Arkansas. They went six and six. Kid makes a doinky field goal. That's seven. And the Liberty thing, if he converts the two-point conversion, they're going to win. If, they don't, if they're not sleepy against Liberty, they win eight games. And no one would look at them and go, they're, the league's just tough. Mississippi State very quietly goes eight and four. I mean, nobody even paid attention. Who did State eight lose four. to? They lost to? They lost to Alabama. Alabama, LSU. LSU. Kentucky? Yes. They lost to Kentucky, and they lost to uh, uh, Georgia. Eight and four with two of your losses, Alabama and Georgia. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Mississippi State that, that that Mississippi State's a great example. Like nobody even talked about them all year. And if you're Texas, if you're Oklahoma, you get that game in Starkville. Well, they're going to get geeked up for you. And if you're not quite ready, and Texas and OU aren't used to getting ready every week, and yeah, they, you get popped. Hey, I want to end on this. I I have a public apology to make. Okay. To Shane Beamer in the South Carolina Gamecocks. Mm. In the summer, I was ridiculed on this podcast by you and by the fans of my prediction that South Carolina would be 7-5. and five. And then following their – what, how did I ridicule you? I didn't. I, I've always been kind of pro Shane. I'm just oh, okay. joking. Okay, not joking about me being ridiculed by others. That, no, I I I thought Shane had a chance to have a good team. And I, after they got throttled by somebody middle of the year, was starting to feel like I was wrong, and I started to doubt you. I did. I started to doubt you. It's but like, then it's emotional. You came back. But all kidding aside, they get their ass throttled and look like absolute dog shit for a few, a few times in a row there. Mm-hmm. He somehow gets them back to go play Tennessee and didn't just beat Tennessee, didn't upset Tennessee. They curb stomped them. Yeah. Yep. Then they go to Clemson, not at home. It wasn't a, you know, Saturday night in Columbia game. Right. When they're playing, you know, uh, what's the song they play? Uh, uh, Start to say Sandman. Sandstorm. Sandstorm. Mm -hmm. It wasn't one of those nights, okay? They go to Clemson and beat them. And every time Clemson tried to get momentum, they just took it right back. They just took it right back. They just took it right back. Shane Beamer, 8-4 and at South Carolina, when wins over Clemson and Tennessee. They lose to Arkansas. They lose to Georgia. Mm-hmm. They lose to Florida, mm-hmm. and they lost to. Help me out with that fourth one. I'm trying to think. Arkansas, Florida, Georgia. They lose to Missouri. I think they lost to Missouri. I think you're. I don't know. Somebody will help us out in the chat. But my point is this: is he went six and six, 
Got to a bowl game, won the bowl game, went seven and six. Mm-hmm. It's eight and four. Guess what else they got going for them? NIL. Tons of it. No, no, they got a chance. They, I've compared them to Ole Miss because I think there's a lot of similarities. They, they've got a chance. And the difference now, and, and this is where Lane's going to have to cross this bridge at Ole Miss. The difference is it helps to have a coach who's completely bought in publicly the way that Shane is. Shane, this is kind of Shane's one of his dream jobs. I mean, he wanted this job. He's got it. Like, he's not leaving. Dude. He's got, I mean, yeah, he's, he got He got a bump, by the way. Well, he's. Last week. He's super popular there. He's, he's, he's very charismatic. Um, they love him. He's brought energy back to him. And now to go beat Clemson? Because it had been a minute since they'd even been competitive with Clemson. Yeah. And to come a back. A long minute. A long minute. For them to come back, because they looked like at the beginning, it's like, oh, boy, it's another one of those games. Uh-uh. They came rolling back. And kind of felt like two ships in the night a little bit. And and uh, he gets it going now. That's a place. That's an interesting place. You can I'm just telling you, that's an interesting place if you get it if you can get it rolling. Now they got another step to take, but it's like going into the next season. They're one of the interesting programs, not teams, programs where you go, hmm, maybe. Yeah. Because they they're, they got a lot of NIL going for them. I also do have to say this. I, I do call a spade a spade. I was wrong in the preseason. I thought Texas A&M would be good. They were not. And I thought Auburn would be better than they were, and they were not. No. So those are my two wrongs. I, think the ones I, was I, right, I was right on LSU. I was right on South Carolina. Yeah. I didn't say anything about Florida because I didn't know. Um, Billy's going to be fine. Somebody asked me, how's Billy? Like, dude. Oh, he's fine. People that too say early, that too early to judge. Yeah, Nick Saban went six and six in his first year. He's got a lot of changing going on. They're recruiting their ass off. They got NIL, NIL figured out too, boss. Yeah, no, they have a lot going on. Um, yeah. They're gonna be fine. I was wrong on uh, how good's the East gonna be with Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina merging and Georgia. Now you're get, you're fixing to get this East West swing. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. I was wrong on A and M. I thought they'd be good. They weren't. Uh, I was. I was wrong with Arkansas too. I yeah, they, I, thought I thought they, they would, would be better. More. I thought I thought they would win. I think they're good. I just think they lost some games. I thought they would be eight an eight win team. They weren't. Uh, they they let that they let the Texas A and M game haunt them for way too long. Um, I was was right on Ole Miss. I had eight and four. I was wrong by what one game, two games on them. I yeah. thought th- I didn't think they would win a game when they when they started. That stretch, the end of the stretch, I didn't think they'd – I thought Texas A&M was better, but I didn't think they would win that game. I was wrong on Mississippi State. I didn't think Mississippi State would be a good team, and they were. They were a good team. They were better. I thought they were going to be – I thought seven games, but I think they're even better than the record now. I think they're more of a – they were better than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. All right. All right. Hey, uh, real quick, super quick, Steelers at Colts. Colts minus two tonight. Uh, Colts have been playing pretty well lately. Am I wrong on this? I think it's big time Colts. Easy yeah. Colts pick. I'm yeah. betting on it. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Pittsburgh's a good team though. Young young team. I like the young quarterback. Pick it. I am. How about this? Because I went back and looked. I am nineteen three and one on all my bets in the National Football League in the last three weeks. I'm aware. No, I'm talking about 
Oh. Personal and podcast. 19-3-1. That's good. I lost the Chargers game last night. I tell you, I tell you the Chargers minus two and a half, and they got beat. That was one of my lost. Yeah. Only game I thought of the they would I win. Yeah, only game of the weekend. They did win. They just didn't cover. Oh. Went for two. That's what they 25-24. I saw that. Yep. Um, I'm taking the Colts minus two tonight. All right, we're going to roll. Thanks to everybody for being in the stream with us. Thanks to everybody listening to the show. Please hit the like button, subscribe. Don't forget, we're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. People at Rain have been awesome to us. Uh, the whole road to Boise trip and everything, people at Rain made that possible. So uh, we'll be back on Thursday. Get ready. War Eagle, fly down. Oh, geez. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I shouldn't say it. Ever to conquer, never to yield. Will he lead the prayer circle? Dude, he's going to do great. He's going to do great. I I can't wait. He didn't do a prayer circle at um, Ole Miss. Will he do one at Auburn? What's a prayer circle? I I hear that a lot. It's kind of a running joke. I used to just point out that Auburn did this prayer circle, and all the beat writers would take pictures of it and tweet it out. And it was like, what? Oh, when they come on the state and the field? Yeah. Every team in America does that. No, they don't. Dude, I'll bet you. I've covered Ole Miss for 15 years. I've yet to see them do a prayer circle when they show up. I've yet to see it. Not one time. I've seen it when I was here. No, they didn't. Our team did it. The whole team in a big circle? No, just the guys that went on the field. Well, a handful of guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was like a big thing. Oh, like a whole team? Yeah. I've yeah. seen that before. That's not unique to Auburn. Yeah. Anyway. Right. We're going to roll. Be back on Thursday with another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. Until then, for Tyler. Give them hell. Give meal. them hell. Stand up. See ya. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.